You're listening to episode 133 of the Tennis Files podcast. What's in my racket bag in 2020? Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at newbalance.com. Welcome to the Tennis Files Podcast, bringing you advice from the top minds in tennis to help you improve your game. And now, here's your host, Mehrban Iranshad. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Tennis Files Podcast. My name is Mirban Aranshad, a former Division I college tennis player. And on the show, I interview the world's top coaches, pros, and experts to help you improve your tennis game. And I also do solo episodes. And today is going to be one of them. And I was inspired to do a What's in My Racket Bag in 2020 episode after going to Orlando a couple weeks ago to attend the Racket and Paddle Show in Orlando, Florida. I had a blast and I saw a lot of people who I have interviewed before and uh, some of the best brands in the tennis business uh, were there, including a lot of my favorites like Babolat and Wilson Head and Slinger Bag, Genesis. Uh, there's, there's a lot of them that were there and some really cool new ones as well that, uh, that I'll talk about a bit later. Uh, one thing to note before I get into my what's in my racket bag uh, this year, it was ridiculous to see the difference between the uh, the displays in the tennis portion, the the tennis and paddle show versus the golf show, which was actually in the same Orlando Convention Center, I believe. And so it was it was massive. But well, the golf section was massive, beautiful displays. And uh, the tennis uh, section was nice too, but when you compare them, it's just amazing to see how much more, I think, money golf has than tennis because their displays, like, I think I heard something like the displays there cost, you know, 50, 60, 70K uh, on the golf side, while on uh, the tennis side, they were maybe like 10K. Uh, or maybe a bit more. So, but just to give you kind of a sense, you know, I don't know if those numbers are totally accurate, but quite the difference there. But anyways, I hope and uh, we'll continue to try to keep growing tennis, as I'm sure many of you are, and hopefully we can, you know, get close to golf uh, at least and someday surpass it. Uh, golf's a great sport, by the way. <laughs> but um, in any case. Let's get to what is in my racket bag, and I hope that by going through what is in my racket bag, it can either spark some ideas in your head or maybe fill missing gaps where you're, you might be thinking, oh, there's certain things that maybe I'm not bringing in my racket bag that should be there, especially if we're playing a match or um, engaging in a lot of uh, tough training. Uh, and there's a lot of these things that in the past I've either forgotten to bring, and even you know these days I might forget to bring uh, one or a, a few of them, but a lot of them really serve great purposes, and so I'll try to highlight those as well. So the first thing in my racket bag is obviously you can't play tennis without a tennis racket. So I use the Babolat Aero Pro VS, which I believe is a, a similar mold or the same mold to the Pure Storm from uh, years back 
and in combination with some characteristics of the pure arrow. And so that one is, you know, it's not Nadal's racket. It has uh, a thinner beam, um, but uh, it really helps me in particular really up the swing speed and get a lot of spin and also have fairly easy access to power. I've tried a lot of other rackets and I was very close to actually getting the Wilson Blade, which is a fantastic racket. Uh, It's excellent in the control department and the field department. Uh, Really great. Um, But I ultimately figured that for my game, which is hitting heavy spin, especially from the forehand side, I prefer the, the Aero Pro VS. And I've also, uh, I, I just actually tested the newest Pure Strike, and that is a great racket, especially if you're going to the net. Um, it's, uh, my friend Victor uh, says it best. He, volleys are basically like, uh, it's on autopilot. You know, if you stick the racket out, the, r- the racket almost does the rest for you. So that's a great control racket, and it, it feels like it has a bit more heft to it than, than mine. So uh, you really do have to swing out every single ball in order to hit a uh you know a, a pretty good shot but uh, if you do and you really want more control then that's a great racket also the pure drive is uh is the most powerful of of the line so anyways i use the arrow pro vs from Bobalot, who i really uh, love as a brand and i connected with with christina and patrick down there in orlando so uh great reps there and uh also uh alan Iverson, who has been on my summits the past couple of years. And there's a new update for the Pure Aero VS, uh, sorry, the Aero Pro VS that's coming out soon. So I'm really, really excited for that, for that to come down. So the next product or the next item that's in my bag and also <laughs> by my stringing machine is currently, uh, well, I have a couple. So Vocal Cyclone Tour 17 is the string that I've been using the most lately. That's a a little bit of a uh, softer version of Vocal Cyclone. It's a polyester string, so it gives me a lot more control than I would have with synthetic gut or natural gut or um, monofilament or whatnot, those types of strings. And... I really do like it. It's it's actually super economical too. I believe it's like eight ninety nine a pack if you buy it in a pack. Um, reels are usually cheaper, although I'm not sure with the Vocal Cyclone. It might be the same price, but that's a great string. And I've also been playing with Solinco Hyper G, uh, also seventeen gauge, and that's a nice string as well. I I feel like it gives me a little less uh, spin, but it uh, it feels really great. And then at Orlando, I actually met up with uh, with Richard, who is a rep for Genesis and Signum Pro, and uh, he gave me some a couple different strings to try. And I'm trying the Genesis Experience strings, which are softer than Hyper G, and I, and so I play with a full bed of poly. Uh, one thing that I've been meaning to do is to uh, do a hybrid setup where I have the cross strings as uh, some sort of synthetic gut. And so that might be uh, something that you can always try, like if you want to soften up the string bed and maybe give some more playability as well. So especially it's great if you have a, a stringing machine, then that's that's very helpful. And those are my strings. It's always great to keep 
a pack or two at least in your bag in case you're playing in a tournament and you break a string and you need it strong. You know, I've, I've had tournaments where I've just broken two in a row within a, a few shots, you know, which was unexpected. But in, in those cases, I've had to actually send my racket to a, a stringer nearby and they were able to string it, which was very lucky for me. So another thing that I like to use, especially, you know, I end up sometimes scraping my racket, like, you know, for those low slices, um, uh, especially, uh, the, you know, that can scrape the racket uh, and the bumper guard. So I like to bring Gamma Head Tape, and there's obviously different brands, but I think most people probably use Gamma Head Tape. So I use that to protect the racket head from scratches, and I like to have that in my bag. Uh, it does add a little bit of weight to the racket, but I mean, you get used to it super quick. Uh, I also bring some tennis balls because you don't want to be the person who never brings tennis balls and you never know when you might need it. So uh, I actually, to be honest, I pick up, uh, I forgot how many balls are in the pack, like 24 or 24 cans or something like that. But it, there's a, a value pack from Costco, which I love for not just tennis balls, but everything. Uh, it just makes you eat a lot when you buy from there and you don't have a big family. But um, yeah, tennis balls for sure. And another really important thing is sunscreen. So you want to be bringing uh, sunscreen, whether that's Banana Boat Sport or any other type of uh, brand that you like to use. Really important, especially if you're playing, uh, of course, you know, if you're playing outdoors, you want to protect yourself from, from the elements and from uh, sun damage and, and whatnot. Uh, really important for me, I mean, I see people play without it, but I like to wear a hat. And so I like to bring uh, a spare hat and then, you know, wear a hat to my practices and matches because that obviously helps kind of uh, absorb the sweat and then also shield your eyes from the sun. And there are, you know, you could play with, with sunglasses. Some people play with them. And I think Bole, if that's the proper pronunciation of that brand, they have tennis specific sunglasses, which actually uh, accentuates the ball or makes it more yellow. So that could be an option. I don't use them personally. Although I used to use clip-ons, uh, which I looked pretty ridiculous in, especially because they weren't lined up correctly sometimes. So that was when I was 12. So times have changed. <laughs> um, but yes, bring a hat or two. And I use generally Wilson Pro Overgrips. And I'm going to be completely transparent here. I don't really see too much of a difference personally between them and like the Bobolot Overgrips or like the Yonix I forgot if it's pro wrap or something like that, but uh, there was like a really nice sale <laughs> last year on the Wilson overgrips. So I use those and they work well. Uh, a lot of people also like tornagrip, so it really just depends on your tastes. Uh, but uh, definitely you want to have overgrip because a good grip really makes a lot of difference. I mean, I've had times where I've played uh, and I haven't had any overgrips in my bag and I've had to like turn my, my grip got so sweaty that I would have to turn it over on the other side you know so unwrap it flip it and then wrap the grip again and you know it obviously helped a little bit but it just wasn't fun and if you have a slippery grip uh you're 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 screwed <laughs> so it's going to be a tough outing for you and I've actually had friends who uh, I think I can remember in college actually and it was weirdest thing it was indoors but one of my friends leaf my uh, my former college teammate he cracked a racket just by 
you know, hitting a serve, and then the his racket flew out of his hand and just cracked on the head. So uh, definitely want those overgrips in there. So shove them in there, you know, purchase them if you need to. And by the way, I will link up as many of these products that I use as I can so that hopefully, I mean, so that, you know, if you need anything, you can click them and check out what I use. Um, also vibration dampeners, so you can get those, um, you know, any type will do. I mean, you can even, like Agassi did, uh, use a rubber band, but I mean, I haven't seen any big differences in like different types of overgrips as far as the effect. So some people don't like playing with vibration dampeners. I've just always played with them and I prefer uh, the lack of that like ping and it, it's, it kind of feels a little harsher when I don't use an, a dampener. So people have different opinions on that, but that's just me. I fortunately have not had to use this for a while, but I, I do keep a knee strap with me because I was diagnosed with chondromalacia, which is some sort of um, reduction in cartilage, I believe, uh, in my knee. And uh, But fortunately, I've been able to, through uh, you know proper exercises, kind of uh, get out of that phase where I had to use a knee strap. So, But I do keep that in there, and so you want to obviously bring any uh, physical aids as needed. And speaking of, uh, of uh, yeah, that's never mind. That's a bad joke. Speaking of, uh, you know, uh, other gear, you want to bring band-aids too, just in case. You know, sometimes you'll get uh, blisters or some sort of, uh, you know, uh, wound. Sometimes you might, you know, scratch yourself. It was the weirdest thing too. Occasionally on serves, not a lot, but every once in a while, you know, I'll serve and then I'll just like bang my my knee which is just so strange um and you know it'll like bleed which is not great so that's when the band-aids come in handy for me um trust me i'm a 5-0 player despite you know hitting my knee or not my knee but my uh my shin that's it my shin my hitting my knee would be horrible so yes my shin another great tool that you want to bring in your bag i highly suggest is a jump rope and that's so you can warm up no matter where you are uh, except maybe in the middle of this, the highway. That's probably not great. But um, yeah, so bring a jump rope and get some uh, some reps in there to get the body temperature up before you, uh, before you play. So that's a great one there. Uh, another product that I like to bring is by Precision Hydration. And if you might remember, I had Andy Blow on the podcast a few episodes ago. And that's a great tool to replenish your electrolytes. And so there's obviously other products out there. You know, you've got like, uh, you've got Gatorade, of course, Powerade, Noon. But I find that the precision hydration, uh, the formula and what's in it is is pretty good and doesn't have like these artificial colors, especially, which is what I hate to see in the label, which is why the only Gatorade I, have, I ever get is the, one of the Gatorade Frost flavors because that doesn't have any artificial colors. Who knows about the flavoring or whatever you, you call it. So anyways, that's that's a good product to have. Uh, definitely, I mean, something to replenish your sodium, especially in the summer, for sure. Another cool thing to bring is a tape measure to measure the height of the net. Uh, that's one use for it, because uh, often when you go on a court, the net might be low or high. And I do see people kind of guesstimate with their using their racket by putting it against the, the net uh, vertically and then flipping it horizontally. And then at some point in the their racket 
uh, head, that's where it should be. But I mean, I prefer to just measure it uh, exactly with a tape measure. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at newbalance.com. Another thing that I have always been putting in my bag, well, you Usually, um, especially my parents remind me, reminded me to do this so many times, is to bring a banana in my bag. And in addition to that, I also like to bring bars. So something like a cliff bar or an arrow bar. Um, and we also uh, featured arrow bar in a, well, the founder of, of arrow bar uh, on the podcast a few episodes ago as well. If you remember, Andrew Golub was on the show. And uh, I wanted to mention, too, as far as, you know, why I bring these uh, these uh, supplements here. Well, not supplements, but uh, kind of food products is because, you know, it's important to be able to replenish your energy on the court. I mean, I was I think it was um, Jeff Rothschild, who I spoke with a while back, and he had mentioned that you want to replenish 30 to 60 grams of carbohydrates per hour um, while you play. So, And I found that's made a big difference in my energy levels. So in addition to that, it is excellent if you would bring a water jug or, or water. You know, obviously, you want to have that with you. But as I had mentioned, you know, if you're going for over an hour uh, of heavy tennis um, or training or anything like that, then you need the electrolytes as well. But, you know, I like to bring a hydro flask. That's an excellent product that uh, a lot of people are using these days. I just see it everywhere. Uh, And, you know, debatably, maybe there's other brands that are cheaper that do the same thing. But um, yeah, hydro flask I found really retains the coolness of the water or the, uh, heat of of a hot drink very well and it's a nice product i also use a under armor jug sometimes and bring that with me as well and fill it with some ice okay and something that's really important to bring is an extra shirt i mean that is that is huge uh you know obviously no professional players except maybe curious maybe but that you know that do not bring an extra shirt at least because I, I mean, I'm a pretty pretty heavy sweater, and so when you're sweating a lot and your shirt is soaked and it you know it's bringing you down by a few pounds, it's really not fun to move around. So always pack your bag with an extra shirt, and also I like to bring an extra change of clothes as well. So you know maybe extra shorts too if I want to change, extra socks, underwear, uh, things like that. And it's also a great idea to bring sandals or running shoes with you too because it's just easier and gives a a nice break to your feet if you can change into a different pair of shoes, especially these days, a lot of the shoes, uh, you know, they're fairly heavy and that's obviously to aid in stability and uh, durability. But uh, when you're done, it's nice to change and, and relax your feet there a bit. So extra sandals or running shoes would be great or similar. Also, uh, very important is to bring a towel in your bag. 
I'm sure a lot of you get free towels from the USCA League. I probably have about 3,000 towels from them. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they're still useful. And obviously, to, to, to wipe your, your hands, wipe your grip, uh, dry yourself off, that's really important to bring there. And so I like to put that in my bag. And then I also have been bringing uh, either stretch bands or resistance bands in my bag because those aid in helping me uh, stretch and and warm up and kind of prime my muscles, like my shoulder. Uh, It's really important to to have these types of tools with you uh, so that they can just aid, aid your preparation. And for myofascial release... Uh, which is essentially massaging, you know, it's, it's the same effect as getting a massage. I like to bring a lacrosse ball. Some people bring a foam roller. I just like the lacrosse ball because it is obviously smaller than a foam roller. Um, you could also try using a tennis ball, but I like the lacrosse ball because it's harder. And you can also get into um, smaller areas uh, with a lacrosse ball. And it, it really helps a lot, believe me, when you're doing this type of fo- foam rolling and, and lacrosse ball rolling. Uh, it helps so much uh, with the recovery and eases pain. Uh, you know, you go through a bit of pain when you actually use it, but it's worth it. Well worth it, especially the next morning. You'll really feel a difference. One tool that I picked up during the conference is called a Theragun. And this isn't some sort of uh, video game gun that you buy, you know, with with fake money. It's it's a tool that um, involves um, percussive therapy. And so think of, I don't want to make it sound unappealing or anything, but think of like, I guess a drill almost. But you, there's different attachments to it, different uh, attachment heads. And it's really fantastic. And uh, it's something that it was on display at both the golf side and the tennis side. And so I've been using it and I have definitely felt a big, uh, big difference. And I like this tool because you're able to, uh, I guess, massage your your back and, and everywhere, really. And it's it's easier as well than doing uh, than foam rolling. Um, if you if you want some sort of some sort of like a muscle release there, you know you just click it on and there's two different settings and different ball heads as I mentioned depending on uh, the musculature that you want to target, and it's really helped me. Uh, you know my my IT band feels better and my hamstrings aren't as um, as tight as as usual when I'm using it. So that's a great tool, and I'm actually a reseller of the Theragun. So. Uh, if you are interested, uh, I'll I'll put a link down uh, in the show notes on the show notes page, and you can also, of course, email me about it at mirbon at tennisfiles.com. But I really like it, and I think it's uh, it's something that you should definitely check out. Um, so so yeah. Uh, as far as some let's see some other gear. So this is something I don't have yet, but I'm kind of excited about it. It's uh, the Slinger bag, and this is a portable ball machine. That was on Kickstarter, I think, over a year ago, and you know it, it takes uh, time, obviously, to manufacture it and things like that. But so Kickstarter is a site where uh, people put ideas for their product 
they um you know put out the their idea and the the like a function of the product and pictures if they have it and then if enough people back it financially then they go ahead and produce the product and so i'm supposed to be receiving this ball machine pretty soon i would say in, within a couple months and i'm excited about it it was only a, a couple hundred bucks on kickstarter i think the price is going to be you know a uh, few hundred more but it's well below pretty much every ball machine on the market and it looks cool and i'm really excited to have this um this uh, slinger bag to use uh, while i train because i always was looking for an economical ball machine to get and this looks pretty cool so yeah i don't know if it's available at this moment maybe it is but uh you know i'll keep you updated on that and i'll i'll link it up if if i have one so uh, those are the products, uh, the you know the gear that I have in my bag, and like I said, you know it's really like each of these products have their purpose, and maybe it's not always needed to bring all of these things, but it is you know each one is is really can be uh, can make a big difference actually in your results. You know, as they say, uh, each match is decided and within a, a, you know by a few points and you'll let's say you didn't bring a towel now your grip is uh, slipping or you didn't bring um, you know a banana or a bar and then now you're hungry and you don't have enough energy or you didn't bring a jump rope so and there were no courts available so you couldn't jump rope maybe you got a wound and you don't have band-aids you know there's just a lot of products that cover you know potential issues that are coming down the road but you know, I may, maybe I'm missing something, maybe I'm missing a product or two, and I would appreciate it if you could actually let me know what you think about the different, uh, you know, what, what I have listed, maybe what different gear that you bring or, um, what categories I might've forgotten about. Uh, that would be great. And I can update everybody, um, in the future with your suggestions and I'll, uh, shout you out as well. Let's see trying to think what else um i mean that's it as far as products in my bag uh the like i said the the uh, racket and paddle show was pretty cool i went out there and i got to test a bunch of rackets so uh, my favorites were the the new update to my current racket the pure arrow vs is coming in march it has more flex in it and i'm really excited about that uh, I, I like the pure strike as well. It's, it's, it's really nice. Uh, it's just, um, if you're looking for a lot of control, then you, you'd like that racket. And if you, but you have to have a full swing, at least for the 18 by 20 version. Uh, the 16 by 19 gives you a little more spin there. I also really like the Yonix V core. Um, I was testing the, the red colored one and that one felt a lot like my current racket. So that was really nice too. And they also had pickleball and pop tennis over at the the show, and it was a very interesting to play those sports. And they're they're picking up steam for sure. So hopefully, tennis and pickleball, padel, pop tennis, they can all coexist peacefully and grow. And um, yeah, that's that's about it. So I really do appreciate you listening, and I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I think one other thing that, you know, it's not in my racket bag, but I, I highly suggest having a, uh, a stringer. Uh, it's, it's really not too difficult to learn, and you can string your own rackets and other people's rackets too and make, make some extra cash if you like. And I have a Alpha brand. I think it's the Alpha 
apex. I'm actually Googling it as we speak. Yeah, I believe it's an, sorry, an Alpha Axis Pro. So I really like that machine. It's a crank machine. So it's not in my bag, but I just thought I'd just mention that as well. It's it's a nice product. So anyways, um, I appreciate you listening. And I also would appreciate it if you would subscribe to the Tennis Files podcast. And you can do that by hitting the subscribe button in the podcast app of your choice. And today's quote that I love giving you all uh, at the end of each show is by the Dalai Lama. And the Dalai Lama said, being aware of a single shortcoming within yourself is far more useful than being aware of a thousand in someone else. Uh, That's so true. Uh, Just really, it's so important to really know yourself and be aware of of any problems that are inside and, and take action to to try to improve yourself all the time. And that's way more productive than trying to just hate on on people, you know? Just try to take care of yourself and your loved ones and good friends. Um, and uh, you have to improve yourself before you can help others, really. All right, well, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope that you enjoyed it and you found it entertaining and also educational. It's always the goal with the podcast and uh, I'm looking forward to many more fun and useful episodes. And I'm also working super hard on Tennis Summit 2020. It's going to be bigger than ever. I surveyed my entire uh, subscriber base, you know, over 11,000 of you. And uh, to figure out, you know, what improvements you want me to make to the summit. And so I got a lot of different suggestions, um, you know, what format you like, the length of the sessions. And so I'm really excited to bring a, a new and improved, as I like to do every year, as is the theme of, of you know, everything I do, new and improved event for you all. And that's going to be in late April. So I'll have more details. If you're not a part of my uh, subscriber base, then just go to tennisfiles.com and then there is a, I guess, a, a place for you to input your your first name and email address. And that way you'll receive updates uh, exactly when you can sign up for the event. And it's going to be actually uh, a fantastic event with a lot of different areas that I'm sure... Uh, you're going to benefit from learning, if I phrase that right. (laughs) Um, So thanks again. And this is Mirabon signing off. And I'll see you on the next episode of the Tennis Files Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Tennis Files Podcast. For more tips to help you improve your tennis game, visit TennisFiles.com.